Tate Publishing and Enterprises, along with Tate Out Loud Audiobooks presents Sizura, written by Frank Heil and narrated by Sean Kilgore. Chapter 1 The bookmark proved to be more interesting than the book itself. Pausing in his reading, Michael picked it up and tucked it in place. It was almost time to leave for the airport, but he had a few more minutes to linger. His eyes fell again to the bookmark, which was a postcard-sized collage of photos of his mother, Helen Telford. He had been sharing the old photos on a regular basis with his mother in an attempt to slow down the steady decline he had observed in her since the onset of dementia five years earlier. Michael lifted his gaze from the bookmark and the photos with which he was so familiar and looked around the living room of his home. He was a 46-year-old single man who had grown accustomed to living alone. He had purchased the home almost a dozen years ago, just after he had been awarded his Ph.D. in English. It was conveniently located adjacent to the campus of the University of Cincinnati, where he served on the faculty in the English department. It was a modest two-bedroom home with an open floor plan. Shortly after he moved in, Michael and his brother Tom removed the walls surrounding the kitchen, dining area, and first-floor bedroom. The result was an open area, suitable for Michael's piano in one corner, his desk in another, and a sitting area surrounding the fireplace on the other side of the room. Photos of Michael and his parents and siblings were either in frames or in loose piles around most of the room. It was good no one else was around to be bothered by the clutter, he thought. The collection had been spread out around his home for the last year. During that time, he had rummaged almost daily through the collection in an effort to find two or three different photos to show his mother each time he went to see her at Village Green Retirement Center where she had resided for almost a year until her death two weeks ago. On the desk was a photo of Michael and Laney taken twenty years earlier on their memorable vacation. Laney had been the one true love of his life, or so he thought, until recently, but she died shortly after the photograph was taken. Atop the piano was a small frame with a photo of Michael with Tom and their sister, Mary. It had been taken forty years ago, at a time when the three of them never dreamed of a life without their mother and dad. Michael put his book down to take stock of his living room. He was leaving in a half hour for a few days to regroup after the events of the past year. Walking across the room to his desk to gather some papers for his trip, he paused to examine a photograph of his mother that was hanging on the wall near his bookcase. It was part of the next group of photographs he had planned on showing his mother, but her last illness had not permitted it. There she was, smiling from the kitchen of their home in New York. To her left were a young Michael and his older sister, Mary. He laughed as he thought Mother looked old even then. She had always looked old to him. The photo was taken during the time they lived in an old country home in upstate New York. He was eight years old when they had moved. The home was located on a large farm. The home seemed like a mansion. Besides the four bedrooms upstairs, it had a large living room, dining room, kitchen, guest room, and best of all, a place they dubbed the Pink Room. The Pink Room was in the east wing of the home and was the size of the living room, dining room, and kitchen combined. It became the biggest playroom any child could ever have wanted. Even the ping-pong table seemed miniature in there. Shortly after taking over the farmhouse, the family purchased a second vehicle so that Helen could help ferry the kids to and from school and occasionally substitute at Michael and Mary's school when a teacher was ill. Beneath the photo of his mother in the kitchen of their home was another one of her taken in the schoolyard at recess that same year. 
Helen had been a teacher before the children were born, and she loved the opportunity to occasionally return to the classroom. She didn't get the call to substitute often, but when she did, it was especially nice for Michael. In those days, Helen would help supervise the lunchroom during her break. The school had an unusual policy that required all students to purchase the hot lunch rather than bring peanut butter and jelly sandwiches from home. Before students could leave the lunchroom for recess, they would have to eat all the food on their plates. That policy resulted in many unhappy children who just couldn't manage to eat all of the potatoes or vegetables they had been served. On days when Helen worked the lunchroom, Michael was a hero to many of his new friends, as his mother would help the finicky eaters clean their plates. At their evening dinner after those days, she would laugh at how many potatoes and peas she had eaten to help kids get out to recess, including some off Michael's plate. Michael turned his attention back to his dad.